Good evening, friends. Today is May 31st, 2020. It is Pentecost today. And um, we will read together Psalm 145 and the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 19 through 26. Let our prayer be set forth in your sight as incense, the lifting up of our hands as the evening sacrifice. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, so that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may, wa- may, <laughs> that we may delight in your will, and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O God, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Creator in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Creator, Incarnate, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds, Psalm 145, I will extol you, my God and Sovereign, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is God and greatly to be praised. God's greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall laud your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed, and I shall declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. God is good to all, and God's compassion is over all that God has made. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your sovereignty and tell of your power to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your sovereignty. Your sovereignty is everlasting and your dominion endures throughout all generations. God is faithful in all God's words and gracious in all God's deeds. 
God upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desire of every living thing. God is just in all God's ways and kind in all God's doings. God is near to all who call on God, to all who call on God in truth. God fulfills the desire of all who fear God. God also hears their cry and saves them. God watches over all who love God, but all the wicked God will destroy. My mouth shall speak, my mouth will speak the praise of God, and all flesh will bless God's holy name forever and ever. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. John chapter 4, verses 19 through 26. The woman said to him, Sir, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you say that the place where people must worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship the Creator neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Creator in spirit and in truth. For the Creator seeks such as these to worship them. God is spirit. And those who worship God must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will proclaim all things to us. Jesus said to her, I am Messiah, the one who is speaking to you. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. God, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your sovereignty come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. 
we will use suffragist set B. Actually, you know what? Um, no, we won't use suffragist set B. In place of the suffrages, we will use section 5 of the Great Litany in Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1. It's found on page 49. Comfort and liberate the lonely, the bereaved, especially the bereaved made so by current events and the oppressed. Hear us, O Christ. Keep in safety those who travel, especially those whose travel has been affected by recent events, and all who are in peril. Hear us, O Christ. Heal the sick in body, mind, or spirit, especially those who sick in spirit, wounded in their beings, lash out and grievously wound others. Heal them, O God, and provide for the homeless, the hungry, and the destitute. Hear us, O Christ. Guard and protect all children who are in danger. Hear us, O Christ. Shower your compassion on prisoners, hostages, refugees, and all who are in trouble. Hear us, O Christ. Forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and turn their hearts. Hear us, O Christ. Hear us as we remember those who have died, especially George Floyd and all victims of racial violence everywhere. All victims of the pandemic. And all of those who have died of the great sinful violence that pervades the earth. God, I don't know what our difficulty is in loving each other, in being your love to each other. But this antithesis of love, this Fear-based evil must be stopped. And we call on you, dear God, to work this miracle and heal this generational sin. Grant us with those who are now home with you, O God, a share in eternal in your eternal glory. Hear us, O Christ. And section six. Give us true repentance. Forgive us our sins of negligence and ignorance and our deliberate sins. And grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit 
to amend our lives according to your word. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. The Collect of the Day. O God, who on this day taught the hearts of your faithful people by sending to them the light of your Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in Christ's holy comfort. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness, through the mercies of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Keep watch, dear God with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Now's the time when I usually share a few thoughts on the readings. Um... I want to talk first about some of the language in our prayers today, both the collect of the day and the collect for peace, which we are accustomed to praying, speak about right judgments. And I think particularly within the context of the current state of the world, I think we can say here that, or we can interpret here judgment to mean discernment um, in the way that we judge or discern with the help of the Holy Spirit when to take action and what action to take. And that has not always been something that I've been good at. Those of you who know me personally know that I am a very direct person. I am very upfront. I want to address things immediately and head on and in that particular manner, which can at times in my life manifest violently. And I don't necessarily mean physically violently, but um, with an attitude of violence, I address um, warlike. Um, everything is kind of a battle, or at least that's the way um, I'm inclined to be. I am learning a different way with the help of the Holy Spirit and wonderful guides and mentors and an amazing spiritual director and friends and peers, like everything from, from my small circle, my small and, and wonderful circle of, of prayer partners that I call upon to my spiritual director, like I was saying, 
um, to even folks that I read and, and even folks on some of the folks I know on social media. I am uncovering a different way of being. There is there is a strength that is not found in our traditional way. And as I both recover and discover this in myself and, and this way of being, and it's related to Jesus's third way that we talked about, well, that we talked about a lot, but most recently this morning, that discernment is a huge thing. The, the other tendency I have besides a tendency toward approaching everything like a, like a paddle engagement is a great and deep, deep desire to help and to heal. And it, that's not always a direct engagement like these two these two things these two aspects of my being I'm learning to get them in harmony with each other I'm learning how to be in harmony with myself and with others too if you really want to come down to it and and so I quite get to pray for right judgment and for our actions because sometimes just asking ourselves what would help me were I in the other person or the other community's shoes isn't the answer right and we have to go deeper than that and I think the Holy Spirit can really help us with what we, with our particular gifts, talents, and abilities are able to do. And it looks different. But I know without a doubt that we must all do something. We must all engage. We cannot continue to leave it to someone else better suited because we are all suited my friends God turns to all of us and there's a myriad of different ways um, my priest, John Lavelle, talked this morning in the sermon about the microcosmic things that we do. And yes, there's, there's a range of things, and nothing is as small as we think it is, because the ripple effect of those actions spreads so far. And... I would say, too, that big actions, large movements, 
they started out with something that seemed small at the time. So let's not discount ourselves, friends. Let's certainly not demean the contributions that we have to make. And let's not forgo making those contributions because we're overwhelmed by the immensity of all that needs healing. It is true that it has been going on for far too long. Evil and prejudice and oppression. And it is also true that we should be so much further than we are. We should be so much more an equal society where resources are available to all who need them. We should not still have this disparity where certain groups suffer and others thrive. All of that is true and it seems unbearable and unconquerable. But that, my friends, is a distraction from the enemy. This is trying to dissuade us from making our contribution, from putting forth our effort. And that would be a tragedy. Another tragedy piled on top of tragedies. So please, I can't tell you what your individual contribution toward the healing of our world looks like, but I do know that you have one and that it is only yours to make and that without it, we are incomplete, but with it together, we are incredibly powerful. Things can change. Things will change. And as we've talked about many times before, the opening for change can come through great trial. Again, I'm not saying that God creates the trial or the tragedy just as God does not create the evil, but God uses it for certain. And I think one of the ways in which God uses it is to wake us up and to call us to action. Enough is enough. We cannot sit by complacent anymore at any of the evils oppression, prejudice, poverty, any of the isms, racism, sexism. We must not just stand, but move with the assurance and power of the Holy Spirit, the great companion left to us left with us 
We must move, friends. And it is not too much because God is with us and nothing, nothing can withstand God's mighty power. I pray now for miracles to be worked in our world, in our communities, in our homes, in our hearts. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. Gosh, and now we'll finally get to the actual scripture verses. (laughs) So, I think that what is happening here with the woman at the well in relation to what we've been talking about is that awareness is dawning. And I think that it's very interesting that this is the first announcement, like this is the first time Jesus announces that he is Christ, that he is the Messiah. May we be ready to receive God when God announces himself. May we be aware as the woman was. And if you read, if you read on in John, when she goes to spread the word, she spreads it a little bit doubtfully. He can't be the Messiah, can he? But she talks about it. And the people come. And so even though we might second guess her from our perspective, how could she not know? How could she say he can't be, you know, to speak about him doubtfully? She did what she was supposed to do. She went and she told people about Jesus. She was a disciple. So what is it that we are supposed to go and do? What experience? What story? What love? What aid? What do we have? What do we possess that we can share It is these things that make a difference. And it doesn't always look the same every time. Sometimes it's a sandwich. Sometimes it's a smile. Sometimes it's a stand that costs us our life. But we are called. And we have what it takes. And we have what is needed. And as we read in our psalm, in Psalm 145, 
One generation shall laud your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. So I think I've talked about this before, but I think it's right to say it here too. When we feel discouraged, when we feel like it's too much, when we feel like we haven't made enough progress, let us look to the saints who went before. Let us retell each other and our children their stories. Let us ask God to give us the sight to see how far we have come and what the one right next step is on the path to where we're going. God is faithful and God will show us. Keep telling each other's stories. Keep telling your story. Keep encouraging. Keep praying. Breakthrough is happening. It is all around us. And it is also on the horizon. Keep faith, my friends. May the Holy Spirit rectify anything that I have misspoken or missed. I have done and am doing the best that I can, and I trust that with God's help, it is enough. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.